Well, hello, everybody, and good morning. I see we all survived after Thanksgiving, which was a pretty wild, uh, no, it wasn't that wild. I mean, just depending on where you were and who you were around, you know, I, I know for a fact where I was, nobody got stabbed but the turkey. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know who this is. This is the PBCDP. And I'm coming to you from my living room. <laughs> I would like to also thank everybody that that show that that listens to me. I appreciate everything from y'all, and I'm glad and happy. Our numbers are getting up every single day. Well, every single time I um I do my uh, podcast, it, it they tend to go up a little bit more. So. With that being said, I was looking through my past episodes, and then I thought to myself, I should do another Mississippi story. I should do another story about Mississippi. And I was like, well, how can I do that? By just getting on the mic and just telling him. Okay, you have to understand some things. If you're not up on my Mississippi stories, I went back to school um, in Mississippi, um, East Central Community College in Decatur, Mississippi. And I had like a very, very good experience there. And then, no, not so good experience. You know, it was like happy one day, you know, kind of depressed and sad the next day. You know, and and I've told these stories so many times to where I um, tend to get jumbled up on half the stuff that I say, but this is number 11 in the Mississippi stories. Okay, here we go. So with me being 24 at the time and everybody else around me, you have to understand that they had just gotten out of high school. So there was a lot of people that were 18. There was people that were 19. You know, there was we would just say we were young people and I was like the old well one of the oldest people that stayed in the dorms I had no choice I was from Flint Michigan so one particular day you know and I also told you that since I didn't have anybody in there were around my age I hung out in the dean's office a lot because they were his wife and him 
I think he was 26 and she was 28. So we were all basically young and around the same age and everything. So what he did was I had walked into the office one day and he was like, Palmer, come here. So he went into his office and he was talking to me. He was like, yeah. He said, could you do me a favor? And I'm like, you know, depending on what the favor is, I said, yeah, sure, go ahead. But what's up? So he asked me to spy on my um, doormates that lived in the same building that I lived in, upstairs. And I know it was just with one white guy. It was pretty cool. I had met him and and you know, he was he was pretty cool and I think he said he was in a band or something. But he worked at the P V warehouse. That's where they made you know, I didn't find out until I got down there that um P V amps and everything is made in that little small town of Decatur. Just a little fun fact for you. So he worked there and, you know, he got bank a little bit, you know, drove a little uh, blazer, a little white blazer, about a 96 or something like that blazer. It was all white with, with uh, blacked out windows and everything. And it would smell, it would reek of marijuana. The whole, you know, where, where, you know, the, the walls were like paper thin anyway. You could hear people upstairs and downstairs and everything. Well, upstairs, since I was on the ground floor. And he had asked me, he was like, do you know of anybody smoking weed or anything like that in that dorm building? And I told him no. So he said, could you do me a favor? And I'm like, yeah, you know, just kind of hesitant. He was like, could you, uh, if you see anybody smoking, smoking dope or smoking weed, could you let me know? And then I'm thinking to myself, now, here I am in a unfamiliar town. In Mississippi, nobody knew me, and I didn't know hardly anybody. So if the the last person to narc on anybody would have been me. And I just didn't understand that. I'm like, well, why does he want me to narc on other people? And then, you know, after I told him where I was from, you know, you know, and this was way before uh, they came out with the phrase stitches, snitches get stitches. And I wasn't about to, to narc on anybody. I wasn't going to tell on anybody. That's them. If they get caught, they get caught. You know, it's none of my business. And plus... I didn't want to be labeled that way. And then, 
you know, I didn't know what the, you know, the consequences is what you really think about. You don't really think about, oh, well, if I tell on them, you know, if, if I tell on them, I'll get in good grace with the dean. No, it does not work that way. They will find out. They will find out. And then next thing I know, I'm on a milk carton or in the back of a truck that says missing, you know, you know, not to be funny about it or anything like that. I just didn't want that to happen to me. And I'm, I'm not the one to sit up there and, you know, bust on anybody because it's none of my business. That's none of my business. You know, if they wanted to uh, smoke, let them smoke. I wasn't going to tell on nobody. So, what I did was this. I went up there, and it was him, the, the one white guy I was telling you about, and his dorm buddies. So I went up there and I said, hey, y'all. Um, I said, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, and I already knew them because I met them a couple of times and I got on a good, good grace with them. So I went up there and I said, Hey, um, y'all, the Dean, I was just letting you, I was like, I was just letting y'all know, give me y'all a little heads up. The Dean asked me to, to, uh, to narc on you. They want, he wanted to know if there was anybody up in here smoking weed. And I was like, I just want to let y'all know. And I was just giving y'all a heads up that they wanted me to do that. And I told them, I was like, no, because I don't know these guys. And I'm here for education, not to, not to tell on anybody. So I was like, well, just kind of, I said, just kind of watch it when you, you know, watch yourself because he's, you know, he's on alert, you know, and somebody had tipped him off. I said, it wasn't me. I said, somebody had tipped him off that somebody was smoking weed up in here. And I just wanted to let y'all know that that's what's going on. And I just want y'all to, you know, and I just, I said, I just want y'all to just thought I came up here and, and just give y'all for a warning. So they were like, oh, okay, cool, cool. You know, they was like, well, I appreciate, you know, the one dude was like, I appreciate it and everything like that. You know, they were real cool about it, real cool. So when I told them that, it was squashed. It was all said and done. So I went down, back down to my dorm room. And it was, it was like after I had told them that, you know, there was not really that much weed smoking there and he would ask me on a daily he said did you you know were they you know did do you have anything for me and i told him no um no i said no they don't i said they haven't been doing anything but you know occasionally occasionally i smell a little weed but not a lot of weed so yeah that was that they wanted (laughs) he wanted me to to be a snitch and I'm like no you know that wasn't a smart career move for me but 
other side of the coin, since I was 24, and everybody around me were, were 18 and 19, and you know, um, what I would do was buy beer or liquor or whatever they wanted me to do, wanted me to buy. And I got a little cut from that. So I had a little little hustle when I was down there. And I was kind of happy that I was getting that little hustle because dude, that allowed me to wash my clothes, allowed me to get stuff on the weekend. Yeah, and, you know, it was, it was kind of neat, you know, getting those little youngins drunk. Because I remember one time I was coming back to the dorms. And they had broke out the barbecue grill, and they were grilling um, hot dogs and hamburgers. And I'm like, oh, Lord. And they, if you're not familiar with the South, they have these nasty, these nasty hot dogs that are red. And they are the nastiest hot dogs I have ever ever tasted I don't know what the hell they put in those and this in it in the skin of it is like wax and if you're not if you're not familiar with those hot dogs I would have to let I'm gonna have to look up it um Oh, shoot, I have to look that up to, to tell you the name of those hot dogs, but it had a little, had a little Indian boy, <coughs> excuse me, it had a little Indian boy in on it, and, and they were just the nastiest, and I can never think of the name of the brand of hot dogs. And they were just the nastiest hot dogs I've ever tasted. And they were like, um, they were like, you know, like they had a red skin over them. If y'all know what it is, just let me know because they were just the nastiest. And I mean nasty. And I think they were called, was it called Red Feet? Oh, man. I can't even think. And see, up here in Michigan, they have Kogel's hot dogs. Kogel's hot dogs. Oh, my gosh. I kept, I just kept saying over and over again, ooh, I wish, I said, ooh, I wish I could just get some hot dogs from the, from up north. I said, I would, I was like, I was just, um, I said they were just the I said just the stuff, you know. I said it's compared to what these red red hot dogs and they were just terrible. They were just the most awful, just awful hot dogs. Nasty, very nasty. 
and they had nerve enough to put them on the grill. Um, just nasty. Oh my gosh. And let's see. I can't even find it online. Where are they? But these hot dogs were terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Pure foods. Is that the one? No, that's not it. But they look like those. Oh, they were god awful. God awful. Oh, just the nasties. You know, and they so damn used to them, and they were just nasty, nasty, nasty. <laughs> okay, I can stop talking about the, those hot dogs now. But anyway, they were just the, the, and they were like, you don't like them? No, I do not. (laughs) So they had hamburgers. And, you know, and the funny thing about grilling, not everybody can barbecue. Not everybody can barbecue. And I learned that out the hard way. I learned it. I learned it the hard way. Not everybody can cook, can barbecue. Not everybody. But I tell you what, when you, you know, and it, and it is a proper procedure for for doing the coals and everything like that for the hot, you know, to, to, to prepare, to prepare. The, to prepare the the meat on a grill, you got to prepare, well, when you prepare the coals and everything like that, when you get that hot, when you get them to be hot, then what you do is, you know, you, you know, you have your, 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 charcoal, preferably um, Kingsford, when you prepare the coals with lighter fluid, you saturate the coals with lighter fluid. And you let that burn off before you put the grade on it. Before you put the grade on it, you let you let the um, you let the 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 lighter fluid burn off so that they won't so it won't get on the grade. If you choose to be lazy and not pick the grade up, then you spread, you put the lighter fluid on the grade and the grade will get saturated with the lighter fluid. That's just a little um, one-on-one grilling for people that, um, that don't know. <laughs> Thank you. 
But anyway, as I was saying, you do not put the grade on when you lighten the grill and you have lighter fluid because this will this will be on the grill and won't burn off but it will give the meat that lighter fluid taste just something i know you know just picked up from my father you know looking over his shoulder but that's what happens you have to let the lighter fluid burn off and once you let it burn off then you will make sure that it's hot make sure that the embers are, are are red and then once they're red you put more charcoal in it and then what it'll do is once the the coals are red and then you put more coals over top of it you will get the best effect and then you have your fire it will last a little bit longer now these knuckleheads couldn't wait so they throwing burgers on the grill and hot dogs and they done made potato salad they really did it up they really did it up so yeah and even had spaghetti salad Ooh, it was good but anyway they did all of this so they needed a little extra so we went to the store they took me to uh nearby newton because decatur is a dry county so it had to go over to the next county to get beer and if you wanted to go a little bit further to meridian which was probably about 30 to 40 minutes away you can get liquor and beer so the one guy wanted liquor so we jumped in the car, went to Meridian. First time I'd ever been to Meridian. And I bought, they told me what to buy. And I bought it for them. End of story, made my little money, made my little change. So I was a little, you know, that was my little hustle, you know. My little hustle. You know, so I had, um, you know, made a little hustle money that way. But, you know, never did I ever tell on them to what they were doing. It got kind of close because one guy kind of got into a mode where he was depressed. And he was a real big guy, so I couldn't, I, shoot, I could not pick this man up. i tell you that. And I told them, I said, get your boy. And calm him down. Make him go to sleep. I said, because if the mother, I said, if they find out that he is drunk, they're going to look at me. And I don't want to be thrown out of school because of that. They're going to they gonna think that I gave him the alcohol because I'm the only one that's over, I said, that's over age. So I said, you check your boy and you make sure he goes to sleep. Because he was wilding out big time. I don't know where he got the alcohol from, but he was just drinking alcohol. And then he turned around and he drank. He drank mouthwash. And then drank 
rubbing alcohol. He was messed up. And they said something about his, his brother or he had some kind of death in the family that kind of got him to do all of this. And I just told him, I said, y'all keep that man, keep him in the, uh, you know, keep him in in a, in a room, keep him in a room. I said, because if he go out and somebody see him messed up like that, then they're going to blame me. I said, they're going to blame me and I don't want my name in nothing because he took, he took it upon himself to drink like that he took it upon himself to drink like that so yep so the next day the next day I asked if he was up and he was like no he was asleep he slept from the night from that night to the next night and I was like, you know, check and see if he's still alive. He laying up in bed, sleep, knocked out. He didn't wake up until the second or, wait a minute. It was overnight and then the next night. He didn't wake up until then. The next day, that next day, and he went to class, and he was toe up. He had the biggest headache, and I told him, I said, man, we didn't know what was going on. You know, we knew, you know, I said, um, I said, we didn't know what was going on, and, and, you know, that's, you know, that's terrible that you had death in your family, but man, I said, don't. Don't try to kill yourself, man. That's, you know, that's crazy. I said, they wouldn't want you to do that. And all the stuff that you drank, I said, man, I'm a, I'm surprised that you're alive walking around. He was like, yeah, it was pretty stupid. I was like, yeah, man. Shoot, we didn't know what was going on, man. You know, so... Yeah, so that's what I used to do when I was down in in uh, Decatur, Mississippi. That's one of my Mississippi stories. If you're not familiar with my stories, go back and, to, and, and feel free to listen to old episodes. And see, that's the thing. If you want to listen, I mean, listen to my old episodes to really know and understand the backstory of me. And then if you feel generous... You know, that's if you feel generous, hey, why don't you subscribe? You know, you know it's not really that much. Um, I think the lowest is 99 cents, and then the highest is 9.99. It doesn't go any further than that. You know, you can even, um, and around the middle will probably be like 4.99. Yep. So, hey, why don't you help us? college student out and um yeah support me please please if you feel so generous support me i'm also on patreon 
Um, I'll have to still I have to look that up, and I know I have to do that too. I know I have to do that too. But I'm also on Patreon, um, patreon.com forward slash Kearney D. Palmer. I think that's what it is. I'm going to have to check it, and then I'll let y'all know, and then I'll probably put the link in my description box. But until then, my friends, I am in the wind. I'll talk to y'all soon next episode. Bye-bye.